If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe live broadcast and podcast. If you're listening to this via podcast, uh, feel free to check us out on Facebook. We are at facebook.com slash groups slash self-sewn wardrobe, and it is a good time there. And we're in the middle of a challenge, so um, <clears throat> I will get started talking about that once everybody joins in. My internet connection was a little shaky here at the beginning, so um, I hope it stays nice and strong for me. So tell me if you are watching. Say hello. It's fabulous to know that you're watching, and sometimes I get a bunch of people, and um, Facebook doesn't tell me everyone's name uh, who is watching. So first of all, <laughs> I have to address an issue that uh, one of my one of my peoples brought up. Let's see, is this is this a good example? Um, I uh, the the challenge is the I've been meaning to make this challenge. Oh, here we go. Okay, good. Um, the the challenge that we're doing is called I've been meaning to make this, and it's either a sewing project that you've been putting off making altogether, or a sewing project that you have been putting off finishing, maybe that you have started. So. Sometimes we are afraid to do certain things. Uh, I'm going to share a few of the members' um, contributions that people answered questions on the group, talking about their uh, different, talking about their different challenges, etc. In response to prompts that I put up, and uh, we are are working toward writing down or thinking about actionable steps to finish these things. And mine is the Kelly Anorak. That's that's what my challenge is, and I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But I posted a picture of my you know, pile of Kelly Anorak here, and Lonnie pointed out that there were cut pattern pieces in my uh, in my in my photo and how I'm always telling people to trace their pattern pieces. Well, Lonnie I cut out on some of the pattern pieces the largest size, especially on pattern pieces where it's just like kind of a big rectangle and then you can fold it back just to cut so you don't have to trace it. See, I'm trying to save you time, but I didn't cut any information off the pattern piece. I was preserving it. So there's like this drawstring casing um, for the Kelly Anorak and it's just a big long rectangle and the different sizes are you know, just a little bit longer than one another. So I love it that you try to give me grief. I appreciate it, Lonnie. But, you know, you just, I'm I'm not going to let you get under my skin. And I'm still standing by my principles that I trace my patterns or I do everything that I can to preserve the original pattern piece. You know what? Facebook's doing that thing again where I can't see comments. So... I'm going to break one of my self-imposed broadcasting rules, and I'm going to run and get my iPad real quick so that I can see comments. I know it seems like I have a lot of gadgets, but I am I'm going to go do that. So uh, we'll be able to edit this out of the podcast just fine, but broadcast people, I apologize. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. 
I'm still, I'm trying to be professional for all of you. <laughs> so um, forgive me for, for leaving you for a second. But I am seeing, it says that I have a bunch of comments, but I can't see them actually uh, on my phone. So I want to be able to see what you all are saying to me, especially since this is a post um, and a video about a challenge because we, you know, uh, we interact a lot about these challenges, and I like to hear about what you are doing. Okay, here's my live feed. Oh, that was a lot easier. <laughs> I think, ah, hold on. Oh my gosh, am I not going to be able to see the comments without... Yep, okay, well, I don't know. This might not work. Oh, there we go, I'll just mute it. Oh yeah, Lonnie. Lonnie, good. You're watching. Okay. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm happy that I can see all of you. Um, and, and I can see your comments now. I apologize for the little hiccup there. So I am just going to keep my little iPad right here and be able to see um what you all are saying. Okay, so the challenge, uh, the, I've been meaning to make this challenge, uh, many of you have posted, and I wrote a blog post, I pinned uh, the link to the blog post to the top of the group so you can see it, and there's a little downloadable worksheet actually, so if you're joining us uh, a little later or you want to uh, join in the fun and fill out a worksheet and have something physical, we um, can do that, okay? So hi Kate and Amanda and Betsy and Sandy and Lonnie. Good thing you're watching, Lonnie. I'd be angry at you if you weren't. Um, and Jacqueline <laughs> and Ida Tracy. Okay, so, oh, and it's Jennifer's birthday. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Okay, Sandy mentioned that she was she wants to make a bathing suit. So this is a pretty common thing, you know, wanting to make a bathing suit. Uh, but she says what's stopping her, and that was one of the prompts, we want to identify what's stopping her, is that she's afraid to work with slippery knits. So, you know, uh, that's quite understandable. Uh, Sandy is going to make the bombshell swimsuit from Closet Case Files, and here is a fun piece of information, Sandy. That was Sam's, as in Sam Bam, the podcast editor. That was, like, her first sewing project that she came in and did at the store as a customer before she started working here. She came to our How to Use Your Sewing Machine class and then came in for open studio and made this bathing suit. So I think that's pretty cool. Oh, good morning to Bethany. I'm glad. Oh, and Riley and Karen. I'm sorry I missed you guys. Okay, so Sandy says she's worried about working with slippery fabrics. And I think a lot of people, like, they identify their their fear or their roadblock or whatever it is. And they're like, but I'm just going to have to do it at some point. You know, not working with the slippery fabrics, putting it off, doesn't make you any better at it, right? Here's the deal. If you are afraid of working with slippery fabrics, find the slippery fabrics that you need for your bathing suit, okay? Try to find one at a reasonable price and buy a lot of it in case you mess it up. This gives you a cushion, okay? It gives you a little bit of a permission to play around and not worry if you mess it up the first time. If you spend a whole bunch of money on like a limited supply of uh, swimsuit knit that you know that you can't mess up or you can't get any more of it. Maybe that's not your first bathing suit, right? Put that aside. Uh, Girl Charlie had a sale uh, like a year ago or something. I think it was their Black Friday sale in 2015. And they had a bunch of swimsuit lining on sale. And it was great for testing out 
swimsuit pattern. So not only do we test for fit sometimes, but we're testing or we're learning, we're exercising our sewing skills by trying to work with different fabrics. So Riley says, I made um, Gavin, Riley's son, a swim shirt, and it was way easier than I expected. Not that it's the same as a whole swimsuit. So, you know, uh, that's uh, – it's very it's very true that some, sometimes, though, <laughs> think about this. Have you ever gotten into a project and you didn't anticipate that something would be as big of a challenge as it is? And then once you're in it, you're sort of like – Okay, well, now I have to deal with this. So maybe we can think of it like that. This is all easier said than done. So I'm not trying to, like, be some kind of life coach here and pretend like I don't procrastinate myself or let roadblocks get in the way of my sewing. Uh, so don't worry about that. Definitely, definitely not trying to be a hypocrite. I'm not being a hypocrite about these pattern pieces, though, okay? I don't cut up <laughs> pattern pieces and destroy information on pattern pieces. Okay, anyway. Stephanie says that she does sometimes stop when the going gets tough. Uh, she mentioned that she'll get into a project that doesn't quite fit, and she's just kind of pissed off about it. And so she'll stop, and she will not go back to it and then end up starting something else. And she admitted this was sort of like a personal, you know, problem, maybe a little bit of a a flaw that she's trying to work on herself, and I can appreciate that. Um, I definitely sometimes see reflected in my uh, sewing practices or any other practices uh, problems that I have, like, in life. So anyway, I bet you're not alone, Stephanie. Um, Stopping when the going gets tough is really easy, and also I don't want anybody to think that, like, it's not okay to give up on a project because sometimes it is, and we've done a couple live videos about that, about – like, when is it okay to say enough's enough? You've either encountered a mistake so large that it's more time consuming to take out versus starting over, or maybe the pattern isn't the best pattern. I've come up against that. It's not always your fault, you know? So, but if there is something that you know that you just need to work a little bit on the fit or something like that, you know. Maybe you can try to get back to it. This is another place where you need to be realistic about the amount of time that it can take to actually get a well-fitting garment. So I think if we're a little bit more realistic about that, maybe we can it, – it's okay. It makes it it makes it a little bit more acceptable when you say, you know what, it might take me six sessions to get my – garment to fit me, you know, maybe even before you start sewing and depending on how long your sessions are or how much time you have. And I know Stephanie's schedule is sort of unique. She travels and she can't always like, she's not in her home every day. I just know this from have uh, having uh, spoken with her and um, shipped things to her, etc. So if you are willing to look at this as a learning process, and Lonnie just said that. She said, but you probably learned something. Um, and that is totally true. You know, there's a lot of talk about, like, practices nowadays. This is nothing new in the world of, you know, doing stuff. But I hear people talk about, like, you know, a yoga practice as their, you know, practice. Well, we all have a sewing practice that we do. Now, when you are doing yoga or when you're learning to play a musical instrument, okay, 
and you're doing your scales or you're doing your stretches, right? You don't expect to get it perfect on the first time, but I think the difference is in sewing, when you practice, when you are learning, you are using up tangible materials, and I think that can sort of get us a little bit right here, um, uh, or right in our pockets, or right in our hearts, you know? Uh, it, it can feel like I have wasted not only time, but money, or fabric, et cetera, et cetera. So, being willing to make test garments or muslins, twalls, anything like that, I think has to be part of your part of your practice. And don't be surprised that it's going to take a little bit more time. And if you're not surprised about the amount of time that it takes, maybe you'll be okay with that. Now, there are some garments that are easier to make than others. And let's say you get the perfect – I mean, I think knit T-shirts go really fast. Um, and maybe that's because I've got some pretty nice tools. I definitely do. And – I've got a nice pattern, you know, that fits me. And so now, really, my only problem is coming up with the time to get it together and cut out everything, you know. So um, that is, uh, that is, you know, something that you, you need to be aware of, okay? Um, and Lonnie had an interesting goal. This was a neat organizational goal. She wanted a visual library of her fabrics, and Lonnie sews for other people. She has a, a, a business making children's clothing. And so she created an Instagram account. I thought this was so uh, cool. An Instagram account of her fabrics, just like pictures of each you know, fabric that she has, and she can share it either with customers or just look at it herself, or I can look at it and like them. Um, <laughs> it's pretty neat, and uh, hopefully on, you know, Social Saturday, Lonnie, you can share that account. I think that's a really neat way to organize it, and you can, you know, if you have an account like that for yourself, you can look at your fabrics and know what you have. Maybe if your sewing room is, you know, in a different part of the house or you're not near it and you're daydreaming or something like that or you're at the store, you could look at that Instagram account and see your fabric. So I think that's really neat. And Lynn was just uh, uh, talking about how she was having trouble finding fabrics that coordinated with one another. So having that visual library is great. And there are lots of apps where you can do this, uh, lots of services sort of that try to offer this to you. Of course, Instagram, it's right there. It's free. Uh you know, it might not offer all the organizational perks of some other apps, but it might. I thought it was a really good idea. Oh, hi, Amy, and hi, Stacy. Okay, Karen, and I know Karen's watching. Um, Karen said that she, like many uh, members of the group, has a little bit of self-diagnosed ADHD, and instead of getting down to the business of sewing and making and learning, sometimes she will futz around on social media or Pinterest or da-da-da-da-da. Well, I'm sure that we can all say, hey, Karen, join the club. Um, we're right there with you. And I, this is a Facebook group, right? I'm hosting this on social media, and social media is integral to our business and uh, a big part of my life now, but I have learned to sort of ration my social media time, and I'm trying to get even better about it because I think I can be more effective. Now, sometimes it's fun to get in almost like instant messaging conversations with you all in the group, and I really appreciate those too, but you know, I do know that there are things that I need to get done, like, for you guys. Um, and being on Facebook or being on Instagram isn't always the best thing for that. I also, I I don't think that, like, 
social media is inherently evil or anything or that like Facebook's evil. But when I start to scroll through and then like I'm seeing the same things I saw before, I've opened the Instagram app like twice in the same minute or something like that, then I need to get off. I need to do something else. I need to read. I need to sew, clean something, you know, (laughs) something else needs to be done. So it, uh, it definitely is, uh, a real, a real problem. And I think it's great that we can admit that sometimes we're on the social media. The internet is where we can find a lot of information. This group, I hope, and a lot of you have told me that it's full of useful sewing information, but it can also be a place where you can kind of tool around a little bit and just be having a good time, which is important to your life as well. So I don't want to discount that. I think it's great to have a good time. And sometimes I am just cracking up you know, almost in tears from interacting with you all on the group, and I absolutely love it. So uh, if you find yourself sort of wasting away time on the social medias, maybe you need to say, hey, I'm going to check it, you know, like three times a day or something like that, or just make sure that you've got other priorities in place so that you can, you know, get the other stuff done, right? So, I mean, once again... I'm I'm sort of giving advice here, but I, I don't want to pretend like I am a, a perfect practitioner of all of these things. I really want to make that clear. <laughs> okay, and then ZD has a challenge, and I love this challenge because it's so cool. Um, she needs to make a mat for underneath uh, an aerial yoga hammock that has been installed in her house. So... ZD's super into aerial yoga. She got me uh, hooked on it too, and she got a hammock. And my dad is um, handy is an understatement. He was a contractor and a painter, and he, you know, mom and my dad built, like, built our house, you know. So he's installed this, you know, bracket for the for the aerial hammock to be on, but it's over this like marble tile floor. So there definitely needs to be a mat under it uh, for safety, just in case. And she has an old mattress from a waterbed, okay? So it's not like a full thickness mattress. And she says that that is her challenge to make it. And I don't know about mom's, uh, you know, roadblocks for this, but I know that one big roadblock can be for projects like this, like the space, the space time that it takes. <laughs> so I'll get I'll Neil deGrasse Tyson on you. The space time that sewing can take. It, it you know need to make a pretty sizable map for this area. I think it's at least got to be like a six by six. Um, and she's got this mattress. I think we're gonna have to like get out a saw to cut it, and then she's got to cover it. So. You know, it's just a big undertaking, and sometimes big undertakings like that can be intimidating for me. Just time and space-wise, I can I can just scare myself um, from doing it, from putting time into it. So, I think that uh, I I think that it you you have to schedule in the time. You have to schedule in the time. You have to get over the fear. And that's okay, you know, um, and it's all right then uh, if, if you are afraid, it's okay. Or it's all right if you've been procrastinating, that's fine. But this challenge is a way to like break it up, okay? We've just chosen one thing. We're taking one actionable step. We're, we've talked about it this week. And a lot of you have made a lot of progress, and that's great. Sam finished her thing on like the first day, so I told her she had to pick another one. I mean, not that like she has to 
do that, but <laughs> like I have any control over what Sam does. Okay, so I think um, I was going to talk about um, Amanda. Amanda's got fabric cutting anxiety, and I think we covered that a little bit with some of your other, um, with some of your other, what do I want to say, um, fears or anxieties, roadblocks, etc. Okay, so I want to talk about my problem. And it's my Kelly Anorak, and right now I've just put on my little unfinished hood, and you all have seen this if you've watched a live broadcast for a long time, because I started this jacket a long time ago. And actually, I was a little worried that I wouldn't be able to wear it, because it was like 80 degrees last week, and I was like, well, I guess it's summer in February, so I won't ever be able to wear my Anorak anyway. But now it's cooled down again, so of course there will be an actual spring, if we're not all... I don't know, dead before then. But I have my Kelly Anorak here, and I have the body all put together. I have really just one more piece of fabric to sew into my zipper area before the body of the jacket is done. Do I have my cuff? I, I even have my cuffs almost all the way finished. i got some bar tacking to do. Um, of course, I don't have the snaps on yet uh, because that would be the absolute last thing. But here's what happened to me, Okay. I wanted the version of the anorak with the hood, and so I cut it out, put the hood together. Actually, it's the first thing I did. Sometimes I like to mess with the order of operations on patterns because I like to feel like I have accomplished something, so I knew that I could finish the whole hood and set it aside and be like, I have a whole part of my jacket finished and feel really cool about myself, okay? So then, though, or I, I, I don't know when I started this. It must... Oh, was it around my birthday, like mid-October? Well, then for Christmas, ZD bought me a ready-to-wear workout hoodie, and it has not just a hood but a collar so that when you take the hood down, the collar still stands up around your neck. And I thought, oh, this is like really, you know, a, a cool idea. So I think that I've got it figured out to where I can do this on the Kelly because she includes a collared version and a hooded version, okay? So I went to uh, what I what I need to do right now and you know, I just I need to admit r- real quick here that my super special idea about adding in the collar to the hood is almost another form of procrastination or creating my own roadblock. So even though it's a creative idea, even though it's a uh, a a neat maybe it's a neat idea, if you know if I'm tooting my own horn here, I must admit that it's almost like oh well I can't finish it quite yet because I have this other idea, you know. So I need to not uh, make excuses, you know, for myself when I am you know, becoming more create, quote unquote, creative, you know, with my, with my ideas. And so I just, I'm, I'm just getting real here and saying that I'm not trying to make a bunch of excuses for myself and that I know that I have, um, sort of shot myself in the foot, a little self-defeating something. I don't know if anybody, maybe Jordan's getting her PhD in clinical psychiatry. So maybe she can tell me what's, what that's, what that, um, pathology is called, um, that tendency to do so. So anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I need to cut out my, I need to, well, I need to trace my collar pattern because I didn't trace that because I wasn't making the collar. And I think I thought I was done tracing things. So I'm a little like, Ugh, I gotta get up tracing paper again and blah, blah, blah. And I need to then make the collar. 
I need to put the other side of my zipper facing on, uh, or excuse me, the, well, I think it is, yeah, it's the facing for the, the zipper placket and do that, which really shouldn't be too difficult. I've looked at the instructions. My problem is time. I don't get to sew for myself a lot, and I am running the store, helping other people sew, and it can be difficult to get my own things done sometimes. But I know it's an important part of the business as well. Like I need to I need to prioritize sewing time for myself because it's important. Um, of course, I've sewn a lot in the past, but you're always learning new things. And, you know, I wouldn't have been able to like help anybody out with the ginger jeans if I hadn't made the ginger jeans, you know. And so sometimes I think that maybe I shoot myself in the foot a little bit by saying, I can't sew this thing because I need to, you know, be be on the ball if a customer comes in or something like that. And I just got to get over it and say, you know what, I'm going to get out the stuff and I'm going to get done what I need to get done. And this is the other thing. I have to get out the stuff and, you know, put it away, et cetera, et cetera, because I'm working on it here at the store. And I really wish that I could just have like two hours or three hours to just work on this, but that's not always what happens. So I just need to kind of smack myself in the face and, you know, get over it, you know? So uh, <laughs> that, is, that is something that I need to do. So the next part of the challenge that I'd like us all to take on is by Monday of next week, I'd like us to set a goal of where we'd like to be by Monday. That's a week from today. It can be anything. A few of you aren't doing garment projects. Some of you are focusing on, like, getting fit, you know, down. Uh, Some of you are focusing on making actual garments from slopers that you have already made or things like that. You choose your own goal. Uh, This is very self-directed. If you, like are going to get completely finished by that Monday, that is just fine. Uh, And I'd love for you to be sharing your progress throughout the week. And I hope to be able to post a little worksheet to where I can um, have show you that you can put some time slots down and schedule yourself some sewing time. Schedule yourself a goal of what you're going to finish during that sewing time, you know. So um, that that is what I would like us to do. Set a goal. My goal for Monday, this is, I haven't, I haven't thought about this yet. I think my goal for Monday should be to have the collar made and the zipper completely installed on my Kelly Anorak. And if I have time, finish up the cuffs. That's what I should do. I should write that down so I don't have to go watch this video again. So on Monday, I'm going to make my collar by Monday. Make my collar. Um, finish zipper install. And is that what I said I'd do? <laughs> and then if I have time, if time, finish cuffs. Uh, the The application of the collar and the hood to this jacket isn't going to probably change the length too much, but I do hesitate to hem something until I'm like completely finished with the whole thing. So technically I could hem this right now, like I am to that point, but uh, 
I don't know. Part of me is just like, well, let's just wait and see. What if you want to change it a little bit or something hangs funny on me? Uh, I've, I've put it on a lot and it seems fine, but I just want to make sure everything is all all good before I do that. So I think that um, I think that uh, this is doable for me and it's not getting the whole thing finished by Monday. Karen says, learning to fit is going to take a while. So Karen, I think that is maybe a little too broad of a goal for this challenge. So this will be my first sort of, um, you know, a, a critique might be a strong word, but you need to, I think Karen, what a really great thing to do would be like, learn to fit what? Like, do you want to make a skirt? Do you want to make a shirt? Like, choose that, choose a pattern and make yourself a muslin is is what I would say. And just try to get, you know, muslin number one done by Monday. That's what I would do. So learning to fit Oh, what a broad goal that is because you don't know what you're going to be fitting next. Is it a is it a shirt? Is it a skirt? Is it a pair of pants? Is it an evening gown? Uh, is it a costume? You know, so choose something where you want to perfect some fit. And I know, Karen, uh, that you sort of have a similar body type to ZD. So working with the, um, the bigger bust and like the smaller um, petite frame, I think that uh, that is... I think you've chosen some patterns before, if I remember correctly, and you've posted them that end up being too large on you. And so that is totally um, a valid, you know, just the the urge to want to say, hey, I want to know how something's going to fit me. Totally valid. Um, And Karen says, I am going to spend at least an hour each day watching videos on fitting. That is a really great idea. And Betsy says, Karen, skirt fitting would definitely be a good start. Um, Totally, skirts are a great place to start to kind of like try to get to know your body because you're really only working with a small portion of your body there, unless it's a super fitted skirt, of course. And it can give you some, a little bit of a start. Uh, But, you know, if you're like, I hate skirts you know, maybe it's not a good spot. You always want to be working on something that you're, you know, you're really motivated by. But yeah, Karen, I would recommend let's narrow your goal down a little bit. Let's narrow it down that I just want to learn how to fit. Let's pick a garment, maybe something simple uh, that you can learn to make, you know, you can learn to make it fit you very well. Okay, so um, it seems like we've sparked a fabulous conversation. And uh, I would uh, encourage you all to share what your next steps are and what your goal is, where you are to be on Monday. So, Karen, if your goal is to, like, have, have you know, on Monday have watched five hours of videos on fitting and take notes, etc., I think that the watching the videos or, like, reading books or things like that, totally valid. Um, sometimes this conceptual stuff even if it's not like on your body, just getting to know the architecture of a garment can be so very helpful. And it kind of reminds me of that little dart video that I did last week for Carl. Like even though I didn't give a lot of measurements or a lot of, um, you know, specific shaping of the darts, explaining how they are uh, drafted, I think, you know, can light up a light bulb sometime. I know it does for me. I mean, that's why that's why I'm saying that because when I have studied garments and flat patterns, I'm like, oh, like that's how you get a 
you know, room for a boob and a garment. You you know, you have a shape like this. So totally, I think that learning is a great goal, even if it doesn't necessarily result in like a finished garment by the end of the challenge. So totally valid. I think it's great. I love to see everything everyone's doing. I, do, I want to say that there's no wrong way to take on this challenge. So don't don't worry about it. Uh, or I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. If I haven't seen a wrong way yet. So it's been fabulous to talk to you guys. I am going to try and schedule in some time for my Kelly Anorak this week. Try to be realistic about what I'm going to get done on it. And maybe I'll even sew on it like Nicole and a few other uh, others of you have suggested sewing on it during the live broadcast. Uh, it, it, you know, I think that that would be so fun. I think it would be so fun to have just like live sewing TV all the time. Who, I mean, I'd love to watch that. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I, I think that I might end up doing that for a couple of my live broadcasts or at least part of them. Uh, could talk about, um, sewing. This isn't a traditional collar that's like really difficult to, you know, turn or anything like that, but uh, it could be it could be fun to do. All right. Well, I hope you get something sewn or something thought about today or something planned, and you all have a fabulous time. And I will see you again on Wednesday. The live broadcasts happen on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, unless something weird happens. So I'll keep you up to date on that. Thank you for joining me. And if you don't yet, go ahead and find uh, our other podcast online. It's Sewing Out Loud. It's the podcast that mom and I release every Friday. And it's a really good time as well. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last. Sell